Well, hello, welcome, and welcome back. This is the Light Lounge, and I'm your host, Christy. We are here. I am back. I am feeling... (laughs) I'm feeling happy and, like, proud of myself because... I keep showing up here and I'm, I'm doing my best to keep showing up here. And, um, I'm even to the point where I'm like, okay, am I showing up too much? (laughs) Like there's no, I don't have any like structure or anything for when I put episodes out or anything like that. It's just when I feel inspired or when I feel aligned or when, you know, there's stuff that comes up where I've had the opportunity to heal and grow that I come and talk about. But anyway, I'm excited. I'm happy. And here we are. So (laughs) I think I just did an episode the other day. Um, But I feel like a lot has happened since then. Well, not a lot has happened, but I'm in a very kind of refreshed and re-energized kind of new space is maybe how I would say it. So, gosh, it's been a while. Okay, we're in 2023. So I don't even know what year it was where I started listening to um, this gal named Jessa Reed. And I know I've talked about her before, but I'm trying to give a time frame of when that was. Um, Like if that was just last year? Was that a few years ago or a couple years ago? I don't know. But I know in past episodes, I've talked about her and kind of shared some of my thoughts about some of the things that she shares and talks about that I've resonated with. Um, And I was subscribed to her Patreon. Like it's been a while. It's been at least a year, I would say. And uh, there have been probably two or three times over the past year or so where like I was subscribed and then I had unsubscribed and there's been a few times where I've tried to go and and like resubscribe but like the payment wouldn't go through and like I ha- I've tried at different times I've tried I've tried a few times and it just was not working out and I don't know what prompted me the other day to go and try again but I went to resubscribe and it worked. (laughs) So just weird why like, you know, two or three tries and it wouldn't work and then just suddenly it works. But anyway, so I resubscribed and it's been a while since I've listened to or since I've, you know, taken in any of her content or any of the stuff that she's been putting out. And so I was excited to kind of dive in and the changes that I hear in her have been very intriguing and interesting to me. Uh, But that's besides the point, really. Anyway, um, she put out a series of podcast episodes on her Patreon where she was talking about reality being a video game. And I feel like maybe I have mentioned or kind of talked about this in like earlier episodes of my podcast. So you can go back and and find some of those episodes if you want to listen to that. Um, If you have already listened to those, you may feel a little bit like I'm repeating myself. Sorry, I got to get comfy on my chair here. I'm struggling. Um, 
<laughs> but I want to sort of dive into this because it has helped me over the past few days um, sort of, oh, excuse me, uh, shift out of the, the mindset and some of the energy that I feel like I've just been stewing in and stuck in for the past little while. And you guys know I've been talking about struggling with work and my job and just I've not been in a very great space for the past few months and uh, this has helped. So one of the biggest things I have taken away from listening, she did like four episodes on this video game reality kind of thing and I've heard her talk about this before. So like this wasn't a new concept to me or anything, but she talked about, like, this is what has really been sitting with me, is the narrative. So it's like we drop into this realm, into this reality, into our physical bodies, and then we go through life, and and we don't know it until we know it, that we can choose like what game we're playing. We can, like how we're experiencing this reality depends a lot on what our narrative is. It depends on what game we decide we want to be playing. If we were looking at this reality as a video game. Um, I have a lot of notes <laughs> that I've taken as I've listened to those four episodes. And I've just been feeling a lot. Maybe I shouldn't even be doing an episode on this yet. Um, because I've been feeling a lot. And there's been a lot on my mind. And it, I'm, I'm like currently in the middle of feeling my energy shift and change a lot and feeling my perspective change a lot. But I'm just so excited about this. And <laughs> it um, it has me feeling very, um, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, but here's a couple of the notes that I've taken that maybe you will find valuable as well. So number one, there's a difference between feelings and narrative. So when I think of, you know, maybe I'm not even going to dive into that one. I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. Just keeping in mind, there's a difference between feelings and narrative. Number two, living in your stories keeps you in the matrix. And I've talked about the matrix before and you can go back and listen to that. I think I did a whole episode called Exposing the Matrix, but I resonate with this so deeply, this thing where where we like over-identify with things, with our stories, with our traumas, with our, you know, whatever we're going, our ADHD, our, you know, whatever. We over-identify with those things. We sit in those stories. And when we're doing that, that's keeping us locked in this matrix energy where the matrix wants us to stay in these low vibrations. It wants us to stay in our trauma. It doesn't want us to wake up because when we wake up and when we start to heal, the matrix loses its control. It loses its power. So living in the stories, just keeping this in mind, none of this is to ever shame you or judge you or anything like that. But if this can bring about some new awarenesses or maybe even just some reminders for you, I will be happy with that. Um, hmm. 
This is something else she said that I haven't really felt into a whole lot. I think because I struggle a little bit with this on a conscious level. But she talked about holding a worldview that allows for hard times. Like we're not here to only experience quote unquote good. And on like a mind, like an intellectual level, I understand that. But I think I'm not quite like I haven't I haven't quite been able to 100% like get there. I understand that we are not always going to feel happy. We're not always going to have, you know, the most amazing, wonderful experiences all the time. I think I'm just not at that capacity yet to quite hold all of that at like 100%. Um, what else here? Hitting brick walls can be a signal to regroup. The constructs of the last game, like the game that the video game that we've been playing are changing. And we know this, right? Everything, everything in this game, in this reality is a construct. Everything, you know, is built on belief systems and ideas and conditioning and programming, et cetera, et cetera. And all of that is crumbling away. And I've talked a lot about this as well. And I've known this and I've shared this, that this is all crumbling. Like this has been crumbling down. And I get really excited when I see the physical like manifestations. I see the way that this is starting to show up now in reality is more and more people waking up more and more people realizing like the way we've been living life actually really sucks <laughs> like this is not this is just not great so we're moving from being more like cerebral or more logical more rigid to more of a feeling existence more of a being existence rather than a doing existence oh boy um I like to try to talk about things in a linear way oh excuse me but there's just so much sometimes that I feel like I bounce all over the place Ooh, something I feel like she kind of called me out on personally a little bit. Not personally, of course, but called me out. Or maybe I just am calling myself out is being in this victim consciousness. Oh my goodness. Have I been in this energy for the past, all of this year so far, I would say. And really, really deep within it for the past few months is victim consciousness. 100%. And it's like being in this thing where we're telling ourselves reality is happening to me and I have no power and I have no control over that. It's just all this stuff is happening to me and poor me and, and you know, all of the stories then because we get like entangled in all of that and it can be very tempting because it's very easy to just give in to that and to be in that victim consciousness space and especially when, or this is what I've been finding anyway, like especially when you have somebody or maybe you even have multiple people in your life who are also in that space, you're just each other's like partner in pain and you just feed off of each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it becomes this loop. It becomes this cycle. And it, it's as uncomfortable as that is, like we, we don't like feeling like the victim, but our ego does. Um, as uncomfortable as that is, it's 
easy. So sometimes we just throw our hands up and we're like, I'm not even going to try to change any of this. I'm just going to sit in the bullshit of it all. Uh, Okay, what else? I feel like I'm just rattling things off, but maybe that's okay. So feel your feelings and then what's the lesson in those feelings? So from a place of curiosity, if we're living in this, this idea that reality is a video game, we're creating, we're choosing our narrative, we're choosing what game we're playing, then asking ourselves, why would, from curiosity, not from judgment or not from shame, asking honestly from curiosity, why would I want to experience this? Okay, and then from there, you can go in and dive deeper. Maybe I want to experience this because there's a certain lesson I want to be learning. Maybe I need to, and oh my God, this is just the exact place I've been. for the past several months and I think that's why I'm here just spewing all of this out because I've shifted like just being reminded all of all of this I've shifted so much and I'm in such a different space just over the past few days you know why would I want to experience this maybe I need to learn how to set boundaries maybe I need to learn that not everything is going to be a quote-unquote good experience like you know the the possibilities are endless feelings are a wave they don't stay forever let's keep that in mind as well so however you're feeling in any given moment especially if that's um something that's uncomfortable so maybe you're feeling grief sadness anger frustration um whatever feelings are a wave they don't stay forever they come and go right and we know this okay what else do i want to mention what else do i want to talk about just skimming through notes here so the most optional part of reality creation is the narrative so circling back to that this idea of the narrative the narrative the narrative and this is what i've been thinking about for the past few days is just how like what narrative have i been in it don't don't feel good the narrative that i've been in i don't like it and then from there, what narrative do I want to be in? What narrative do I want to be telling that's going to then create my reality or it's going to put me onto a different timeline? It's going to help me get out of the narrative I have been in that has not been serving me at all and has really been keeping me stuck in victim consciousness, keeping me stuck in low energy, low vibration, a dysregulated nervous system, and just all of that. Um, So what else, what else, what else? We can constantly focus on how much this reality sucks. We can do that. But we're at the point where the last video game, the video game we've been playing, is not working. It's self-destructing. And this is what you're seeing. Like this is, if we look at the stage of how things are playing out in front of us, this is that old reality that's crumbling down. Like it's self-destructing and it feels uncomfortable and it feels like the world is just going to shit. 
But all of that, it's almost like it builds up to a fever pitch and then finally it just disintegrates. Like it just, it, it implodes in upon itself. Um, and then, you know, we can focus on, like we can cho- choose to focus on how much reality sucks or we can focus on how we are equipped to handle it or like how can I help to bring relief to myself, to others, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <clears throat> you know, and and did I choose to be here at this time because I have things to offer that can help people? This also has helped shift my perspective over the last few days. I have spent many years in a state of who oh, many emotions, but I have realized over the past couple weeks, it's been kind of downloading into me that like true knowing, it's almost like it's just dropped in and finally fully integrated for me. This knowing and this understanding of I'm not going to be for everyone and that's fine, but there are people who I am for. Like there are people who are out there who require whatever it is I can offer. So maybe it's just listening to the podcast helps you. Maybe it's booking in for healing helps you, Um, you know, whatever. And that has really helped me kind of reignite this fire or this excitement within me of, okay, so I don't actually need to be scared to put myself out there. I don't need to be hesitant to put my offerings out there because I know there are people out there who are requiring those things and who will find me. And it's, uh, this is a little bit where I still struggle a little bit, but it's trusting that those of you who require my help will find me. So that's why I put the podcast out. That's why I ask you guys to share the podcast or the episodes or, you know, point a friend my way because that's how, you know, those things can happen. Now, (laughs) I don't, and I'm saying this to myself as a mantra and I'm saying it to you, I don't have control over anything but my own narrative. And this is why I really wanted to come and talk about this today in this episode is because I had this download come through this morning um, because I have been struggling with others, one person in particular, but not only that one person, there have been others who are in my life who... um, I feel like I've been like clenching, like gritting my teeth together and like making fists with my hands in frustration because I don't understand why people make the choices they make or like why they behave the way they behave, even though a lot of it, I mean, I know a lot of it, right? But I've just been so on the surface level of things, like I have not been myself. And it's really been bothering me. 
And I kind of dropped in to this remembering that, right, I can't control how anyone else behaves. I don't even need to understand why anyone else behaves the way they behave or makes the choices they make. I can understand that we all have our wounds, we all have our conditioning, we all have our programming, and until somebody wakes up to that, that's where they're functioning from. And I know that, and I understand that, and I feel that. It's just I kind of forgot about that. And how I envision this right now, just as of this morning, how it it came to me is when we think of people and we think of each individual having their own narrative, it's like everyone's walking around and they are their own little pocket of existing (laughs) or excuse me, or they are in their own little like bubble of existing. And everyone's little pocket or bubble is comprised of their own narrative. But also that can include the wounds, the programming and conditioning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the, the narratives can be either unconscious or conscious like you can be consciously creating and writing your narrative as you move through life and generally at least how I'm perceiving it at this time is you get to the point of consciously writing your narrative once you awaken to the fact that you know, all the bullshit has been subconsciously running you for your whole life. So it's almost like there are the asleep narratives where all of the stories and all of the trauma, all of that is running things in the foreground and in the background. Like it's just this unconscious pocket that somebody's functioning in. And then there are those who have, quote unquote, woken up. So they've done some healing. They have, you know, become more self-aware of where they've been functioning from. And then you can consciously create that narrative with the understanding of what your narrative has been for your entire life, like what that unconscious narrative has been. So anyway, um, I think that this will... Oh, excuse me. I think that this will also help me stay more like detached and kind of disengaged from the people I don't want to be entangling myself with quite so much, if that makes sense. So I'm really excited about this. Um, I'm excited to see how this plays out and I'm excited to really get to diving into like rerouting myself onto a narrative where I'm empowered and I'm embodied and I'm 
living a life I want to be living in that feels aligned for me because I haven't been living that life. It's been, it's been a struggle, as you guys know. So events are neutral and then the narrative is optional. And I resonate so completely with that. So any given event, there's no charge to that event. It's neutral. The event itself is neutral. It's just what comes out of that is however you're going to frame something. Um, You know, I probably could do an entire episode on that, but just keeping that in mind as well. How are you going to talk about things? How are you going to create a narrative about any given event? Is it going to empower you in one way or another? Or is it going to just pull you down and pull you into a spiral and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's no right or wrong. Wherever you want to be, you know, you can be there. Whatever narrative you want to create that's up to you. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I just want to keep skimming through my notes because there's so much. I have like three or four pages of notes uh, from those podcast episodes. So I think here's another way I, at least personally, am going to be able to stay disengaged from people who are in narratives I don't want to be choosing is to simply say, you know, if I see someone or if I hear a certain narrative or someone's on a certain timeline or they're making, you know, choices maybe I wouldn't necessarily make is to just say, okay, that's an option. Like, and it's not locking it into this energy of, like judgment or of, well, I disagree with that. So that means that their choice is wrong or it's, you know, whatever the case may be is instead of that, it's just, okay, that's an option. And with that, I don't know if you guys can feel this, but it's just, it's just a more open energy. And just with that openness, what I mean is it's a more Okay, I don't know if passive is the right word, but it's more just a way of being able to be like, all right, that's an option. All right, that's, you know, that's their choice. Without going into that judgment or without going into that like density, that heavier energy. Do, do, do. So what else? Um... Accepting failure is part of the process. Failure doesn't mean something isn't meant for you. I need to remind myself of that a lot as well. When tough things happen, this doesn't define the rest of your life. I think that's an easy thing to kind of fall into is when something tough happens or something devastating happens, that becomes such like a we make that such a part of our identity and it can really easily set us onto a different timeline where it just kind of pulls us along with it if we don't stay kind of aware and present with ourselves. So um, how I am going to start exploring this for myself is to just get curious with everything. 
from a space of just being open, of just being, you know, asking what quote unquote video games do I want and not want to be playing? And just honestly, kind of just having fun with it, coming at that from a curious place, coming at that from a how have I been feeling lately with what's been going on in life, with the video game that I've been playing, with the narrative that I've been telling and creating for my life? Where have I been? I've not been loving how I've been feeling. I've not been loving what life, excuse me, has like turned into. So now, where do I want to pivot? What timeline do I want to be on? What narrative do I want to be in? What video game do I want to be playing? And then she said something that I think I've heard her say before, and I have maybe also even talked about this on the podcast before, but this completely took my perspective and like focused it back where I want to be. And this is what she said. Every version of your existence is playing out somewhere. It's existing It's happening somewhere out there. The one you're experiencing is the one you are pointing your attention at. (laughs) And I'm obsessed with this. Like, I am very aware that I am latching onto this like crazy right now. Because, and again, Lord knows I've talked about this. We've talked about the quantum realm. Everything is existing at once. Everything is happening at once. And just how she said it, the, the, the version of your existence you're experiencing right now is the one you are pointing your attention at. Like the rest of them are out there existing and happening. So where can I point my attention Or like (laughs) what existence of mine that's already happening that feels more in alignment for me? What one of those can I be pointing my attention at? So this is what we would call like jumping timelines, quantum leaping, et cetera, et cetera, you know, um, hopping into a different narrative. And then when you do that, those realities will start to show up in the physical. And I don't know if this resonates or not. Maybe this is too much for you. um, And that's okay. Like if you feel like you're not quite there yet, that's fine. Um, But just keeping that in mind. And this like you will maybe have to stay very aware with this. Because I think it can be really tempting to be like, um, okay, well, if that's true, then there's an existence out there where I didn't, you know, lose the one who got away. So I can just point my attention to that existence or to that timeline and then uh, that will show up in this reality. Like that's where it can be tempting to maybe... Like that's a direction you can choose to go if you want to, but maybe I wouldn't recommend things like that. Um, 
But I understand that in our human realities or like in our humanness of our existence, you know, we we can kind of get stuck on things like that. Um, so I think that with that, it's important to stay aware of, okay, this really shitty thing happened, um, but maybe that was actually for my highest good. So it's kind of this line between Okay, how do I describe this? I don't know. Maybe you guys are getting what I'm trying to say, but trying to stay in touch or really truly believe that everything that happens in your life is for your highest good. And I don't want to come across as like insensitive by saying that because really shitty feeling things do happen in our lives, right? Like we go through trauma, we go through loss, people die, pets die. Um, we go through really devastating breakups, you know, like the, the experiences are endless and they can feel so upsetting and so heavy, like we're drowning in those experiences, that we have this narrative of how can this possibly be for my highest good? And we don't ask that from a place of curiosity and openness. We ask that from a place of hurt and grief and feeling heartbroken. And so we ask it in a way of like, <laughs> There's no possible way this could be for happening for my highest good. So I guess, you know, all that to say, just, just stay in awareness and you don't necessarily need to be putting yourself onto a timeline where, you know, again, I'm going to use the example of, you know, the one who got away or the long lost love. Like maybe that person is just not meant for you. As much as you maybe want them to be bent for you, maybe they're just not. Like maybe there's other things at play that are actually going to be more in alignment for you. So keep, keep, keep that in mind. So when we talk about this video game, you know, reality being a video game, by video game, how I interpret this is this, this existence in this physical reality is really just an intense, immersive experience. And we're here to experience all of it. So that's kind of how maybe we can look at this. Um, you know, if the term video game does not resonate with you, you know, this is an immersive experience. That's how we can kind of look at things. Now, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I'm just really, <laughs> I'm sure you can tell from my tone of voice and from my energy that I'm in a different space than I have been in. I'm really excited to kind of put this into practice again and be able to remind myself, okay, 
you know, when I'm interacting with someone, this person's in their own narrative. Like this person is in their own little bubble, their own little pocket, and they are experiencing the video game through their own lens, through their own perception, through their own stories, their own, you know, all of it. And for me, just to be able to remind myself of that and hold space for that already feels like such a relief because I can really kind of just circle it all back to that. Like they're just, they're just living in their own narrative. They're just living in their own video game. I'm not a main character. I'm not a main player in their video game. (laughs) Like I'm the main character of my own video game, my own narrative. I'm just a side character in most other people's video games. And that's really kind of just a relief. And I feel like it takes, it it gives me the space to take a lot of pressure off of myself. And that feels very good. I feel like my nervous system can kind of calm down a little bit just from that. Um, I will touch on this. I tapped in, if you listened to last episode, I said how I had an ancestor come through uh, from the 900s and I hadn't really like opened up all that much yet. I did some meditation this morning. She came through. I have her name. I have many more details. So I'm very excited about that. Um, how she's really kind of tying in to this whole rejecting my womanhood thing is something I'm really excited to explore. I think I will end up doing a whole episode kind of wrapping all of that together and talking about all of that. Um, But just a little update there. She did come through this morning uh, more clearly and more strongly. So I'm very excited about that. And then I got into, again, um, some nervous system stuff and kind of relearning and refreshing that as well. Uh, And I had to kind of chuckle because you know how kind of just shitty and awful I've been feeling lately. And oh God, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, (laughs) that I did not even clue in that a lot of that is because my nervous system has been just in straight up dysregulation for quite a while now. I didn't even click. I didn't even think of that. Um, And I feel a little bit silly (laughs) because for a while there, like last year, maybe even the year before, or maybe even the year before that, like I've talked about the nervous system. You guys have heard me talk about the nervous system. Um, I've done, you know, group collective healing sessions having to do with the nervous system. So that I didn't even like put two and two together is like, I feel silly. I feel dumb. I feel stupid. (laughs) But also I think I didn't, or at least part of why I didn't put two and two together is because I have been so in that dysregulated nervous system state that I couldn't even see. Like I've been so overwhelmed. I've been on the energy, like if I were to talk about this in an energetic sense, I've been so out of my body just out of my body. There's times I'm driving down the highway and I think I've said this before. I have a moment where I'm like, I 
don't know if I should be driving because I'm so out of body and I'm so, I don't know, it's really hard to describe. I'm just not there. Like my body is there and I'm there in a sense, like I'm, I'm conscious, but I'm like disassociating. And I also, with this nervous system review I was working through this morning, disassociating or is it, okay, is it dissociating or is it disassociating? Because I hear both and I don't know if those are the same thing or not. Um, But I learned that when that's happening, it's because our nervous systems are dysregulated. Like we're in fight or flight or we're like, we're, we're in that. And that was kind of a relief to learn that as well. I don't think I ever really knew that. Maybe deep down, like intuitively I knew that and because it just makes such sense to me. Like when we're disassociating, it's, it's our nervous systems all out of whack. So I, I will maybe come and do like a refresh episode on the nervous system, but we're getting, this is, this is long enough. I do not know how I talked for this long and I feel like I didn't talk about anything. So may, I, I don't know. I hope you got something out of this episode. Maybe it's just for me to come and talk about my excitement. Anyway, my books are open for sessions I also want to let you know that starting July 2nd, the Light Lounge community is opening on Patreon. It's $12 a month. We're going to be doing weekly, like collective group healing, like I will, you know, do those every Sunday. And then there's a Discord server as well. And that's just somewhere we can kind of connect and stay in touch, like in between sessions, kind of throughout the week or whatever. Um... So yes, if you want details on any of that, you can message me, get in touch with me, da, 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 da. If you want to book in, you know, you know, you know. Okay. Thank you for being here. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. And that's it. I'll leave it at that. See you next time. Love you.